So in the first phases, you know, they were getting things set up and prepared. The less that people are aware during that phase, the less kickback they get, you know, the less resistance. Um, you know, it's all it's all a way for them to prepare people to just blindly accept this new world that they're setting up. If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe. As long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with black seed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwessel.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra, ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course, use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Patrons also receive a 10% discount. You can find that code at patreon.com slash Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. This is the follow-up to the show I did with Jesse Zaboder. There's three parts to the show, and what I did is I took elements of part two and three and put it in a public version. Got to tell you, this these shows are not for the faint of heart, and so I didn't want someone just to stumble on it and watch it and watch something they weren't ready to watch. And so for those of you who are subscribers to my Patreon or to sarahwestall.tv, the full part two and three will be available for you there. And this is the public version where I think it's it, it exposes some stuff and it still isn't for the faint of heart, trust me. But I just wanted to make sure that if you're going to watch the full version of this, that you are doing it on knowingly and you know what you're going to be getting yourself into. So it's, I guess it's a warning as well. And if you have not seen part one, please watch that first. Or And if you haven't watched my original series with Jessie, so you get an idea of what she's about, who she is, I think it's really important. Otherwise, this won't have as much meaning because the point of this is to really understand what this Luciferian cult is and how they think so that we can defeat them. So we know who's running our most powerful organizations in the world and how they think you can't defeat your enemy if you don't understand them. So you got to be ready for it. This isn't for the faint of heart. Again, I'm warning you again. But for those of you who are, the full part two and part three is available on Patreon and on sarahwestall.tv. So let's now get into this interview with Jesse Saboter. 
we were talking about how they're planning on doing the reset. And now we're starting to hear over the weekend, we were hearing that and people, mainstream media, some of the initial, you know, mainstream media is starting to talk about the reset seriously. It's no more just a conspiracy theory. It's actually, they're starting to talk about it. Why are they coming forward now with talking about it openly? And how are, what do you think about that? Why are they coming forward now? Well, I think it's as they get to that phase of the program, um, you know, they've been following this uh, agenda would be a better word than program, but they've been following an agenda. So in the first phases, you know, they were getting things set up and prepared. The less that people are aware during that phase the less kickback they get, you know, the less resistance. Um, so it, it allows things to flow smoother for them. And now as they get to the second phase, you know, they start to put things out there and then it causes people to ask questions and to pause and be like, okay, you know, what is going on here? But the way that they're putting out that information makes it sound like this is a good thing. This will benefit you know, this is going to prosper America and other countries. So people are more likely to accept it. And they're again, not resist. So, you know, it's all, it's all a way for them to prepare people to just blindly accept this new world that they're setting up. When do you think that'll happen within the next few years or the next 10 years? Or when are you thinking? I think their long-term goal was till 2030, but you know, originally their plan that is in phase now wasn't supposed to start happening until, um, you know, 2022-24, and, and they moved the timeline up. Why? Well, because they saw things that were happening, um, signs and wonders in the stars, the skies, um, things the Bible prophesies will happen in the last days. So they started seeing those things happening. So they moved up the timeline. And what, what are those things that you, they saw happening that happened? Some of them were the, the, we've had a whole bunch of consecutive blood moons or like the, uh, blue full moons, um, you know, and they had what well, we had like four of them this past year and they all landed um, specifically on Jewish holy days. So those are things that they are looking for. Um, some of that gets into the, you know, Israel's part in this, that, you know, they're waiting for the expected Messiah and need to have the temple and everything built and ready for uh, when their Messiah appears, which we know will be the Antichrist. Did Trump move their embassy to Jerusalem for a reason that goes within this plan? I will just say yes, but I can't say any more about that. But yes, I believe it was very strategic and purposeful. So where are we in that process, do you think? I think we're at this part that's kind of at the beginning of that, where um, we're in a period where we're entering a good time. We are overcoming a lot of that evil um, at the same time during this, you know, we're seeing Israel is preparing, getting the Temple Mount ready. They're getting ready for the Antichrist to rise and for him to step out on the scene. 
um, we know that the beginning of his years, there will be peace and that he will be somebody who works with the nations to promote peace um, and, and bring this period of, you know, peace and prosperity to the entire world. Um, so I think that's the phase that we're entering right now. Do you have any idea who that, I mean, you do, you, you think you know who it is. Correct. Yeah. I've had a lot of people ask me, who does she think it is? Yeah. And why, why do you, why can't you say, why is it that you don't want to tell people? Well, one is it really, I'm trying to think how to put this best. Um, the reason people want to know is because they believe if they know they can prevent or stop what is going to be happening. And what they don't understand is that the Lord has ordained this. The Lord has chosen this person to do this position and this role. So on the one hand, literally to try to prevent or stop this, you're literally going against what God has decreed and ordained. Um, you know, on the other hand, the enemy has backups. Um, those backups are not individuals that I want to see come into that position because we're told that whoever has that antichrist spirit, um, you know, their fate is sealed that once they take that spirit, there is no turning back to God at that point. So, you know, getting one person out of the way, the spirit will just go to the next person that they have set aside or the third person they have set aside. And, you know, the Antichrist is still going to rise. Um, so and at the end, it's all, it, it is about saving some souls. Um, so that's why I don't say, because if something were to happen, then it would mean one of those backups would be put into place. Okay, so the people who worship Lucifer, this cult that runs a system that has over, you know, more than half the assets of the world in their trust, you know, just incredible. All our ta most of our tax money goes into feeding this trust, not to help right. us. I mean, it's just on and on. They know this. I mean, they've they've been educated on the Bible. They've, so now when they hear this and they hear what you're saying, what do they think? They think that you've been snowed? I mean, what do they think? You know, there, there's a lot of mixed emotions. Um, the majority of them, you know, I've given numbers before, but, you know, in my calculation, 95% of them, you know, they do see the truth. They see Satan for who he really is. They know that um, they are in sin. Uh they have been taught or conditioned by Satan to believe that there is no hope for them, that they've reached that point of, you know, sin where God will no, will not accept them, that they've been too bad. Um, you know, and so they feel trapped. Um, you know, a lot of them come to just accept and say, you know, I already know that I'm going to hell, you know, I don't need, people to tell me that I'm going, I already know I'm going there. So they just will accept that fact. Um, you know, but that those are part of the people we're trying to reach out to right now and to say, hey, this is not true. You know, Satan has lied to you. Um, there is always hope. There is always 
redemption that's available and you don't have to blindly fall into this trap of feeling like you're stuck and there's the only one place to go, which is the one place you don't want to go. Um, but then there's others who, you know, scripture talks about that their hearts are so hardened and outright defiant that, you know, even though God gives them time over and over and over again to turn away from their sin, they refuse to. Um, you know, it says that they are lovers of, of power, they are lovers of money, lovers of pleasure, and, you know, they love those things more than they love God. And uh, they're unwilling to admit that they, they've lived wrong or even that they've hurt other people. Um, you know, I, I've been with some of those people that you know, they really don't even care if, if it's a little baby that they have tortured and hurt, like they have no conviction at all that they have done anything wrong. Are those some of the people that we've seen in the public eye? Yeah, some of those are people we've seen. And they can unflinchingly lie to us right in front of our face. And yeah. they come across as believable almost because they're just so like heartless. Right, they do. Um, you know, I, I, to be honest, you know, one of those is HRC. Um, I would get so angry hearing her, you know, her push for building women up and, you know, uh, empowering women. And yet knowing that the majority of her victims are young girls, you know, and it's like, as a child, I, I witnessed her, you know, graphically murder and kill them. And then the next minute, you know, it's all about, oh, well, no, let's make sure you have a great education. And, you know, you can get into any job you want. You can be anybody you want to be. And even she even did, uh, you know, worked with the American Girls books and they did a book about Hillary. And I mean, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. They're promoting her as a hero for girls and women. And yet, you know, none of that is who she really is. She honestly does not care, is not loyal to any of them. Not loyal to anybody, any, anyone, just period, just who she, right. she just, and now how did she get to that point? Like what kind of abuse had she had to suffer through? to get to the point where she's just completely dead. Her soul is dead and gone. Yeah, I, I believe, you know, her abuse as a child was probably very similar to stuff that I experienced or went through um, where, you know, there was a lot of forced compliance that if you, you know, didn't participate, um, you know, you'd have to watch evil being done to, things you did love or people you did love. But I know it went deeper. Um, you know, I know that they, they do cater to the dark soul in people. Um, starting early, you know, they will encourage them to kill or harm animals, um, to do that in secret. Um, you know, they'll give them secret wisdom or spells or, or incantations that they can say to do stuff against people. Um, you know, where you're targeting other girls that you may have fights with or things like that. 
um, to prosper yourself. Um, so, you know, I know that some of that continued then in her early, you know, 30s and 40s, um, you know, where she was encouraged. You know, there were moments where, you know, my proctor was, my proctor just absolutely loves her and, you know, literally would give her the world if she wanted it. And, um, why, so, why does she love, I mean, is that almost a real, because like, no, it's not love a real love. love. It's not a real love. It's, you know, she loves that, that there is no bound to the evil. Yeah. She admires hard, that. Right. And so that's what they encourage and applaud. And so the more evil you are, the more you give way to that evil, they applaud it and they encourage it. And, you know, they prosper you. They, you know, she, she quickly became the front runner, the front face for the system, you know, where it's like, you know, we will make you where you will be this great, you know, woman president ruling the world, you know, having that type of influence. Okay. And how do we know what are there signs that we can see that they're, uh, they're a good person versus usually not. not. Um, that's the biggest part about this brotherhood society is that, you know, their cover life that they live, um, is, is so impeccable, um, that, you know, there's nothing in their life that would even make you question that there's any evil at all. Um, so literally it's, you know, like a complete jackal and hide situation. Um, you, you don't know that they're evil until you see that evil suddenly manifest. Um, and most of them, you, you know, would never see it manifest unless they had a specific reason for wanting to show you. Will we eventually be able to see these cities that are underground? Will that be all disclosed to people? I'm not sure. I know that there's been a lot of, um, they've been blowing up a lot of the entrances and exits um, and really refining so that those places cannot be reutilized. Um, so I don't know um, what the administration's plan is with that. Um, I sure hope that they show pictures because I think people would just be blown away to know really what, what laid underneath their feet, you know, this entire time. Was it, is it like going into a sophisticated building? It just underground. Some of them. Yeah. yeah some of them, um, you know, like NORAD, um, I think it's over 80 stories underground, but you're talking like, you know, it's an, uh, it's one of the most elaborate military bases and it's pretty much like a, you know, five-star hotel that extends 80 floors underground. So you know, everything's high-end, high-tech. It's like a whole nother world. You know, it's, it's like multiple cities, you know, just one on top of the other. And like you literally, it's, I don't even know how to describe them. Um, Have you been in it? Um, I'm not going to answer that question, but um, <laughs> I'm kind of implying yes. Um yeah, and, and they've got, you know, I mean, there's whole mansions underground. So, you know, one of the more elaborate ones that I saw, um, literally there was a whole um, 
Amazon forest that was like in this mat. I mean, it, you can't even call them bit rooms or bedrooms. Literally, it's like you're walking, you walk into a door and there's, you're in a forest. And so it, it's like how in the world, like, I mean, you literally feel like you're in another time zone. It's really weird. It's because they have so much money, right? I mean, they just have so much money. They don't even operate off the money at at those levels. Everything is limitless. So it's just the lower levels. And, you know, those of us on the surface that they keep, it's a way of controlling us. But they, to them, they don't, they don't operate off any money. They don't have to pay bills or, um, you know, bring in a paycheck, you know, I, I think that's part of why we see people with such massive, what looks like massive bank accounts, but they don't, they don't spend that money. They just, they have planes, they hop on them and they go. Well, they also, it also explains why they're so delusional and out of touch with everything. Cause they don't have when you're that, it's almost like Michael Jackson and his Neverland. I mean, he's just so out of it right. and out there because they have no sense of anything. 